yes, 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 no. We're live. Y'all are on. And this, 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 this is balls, baby. This shit right here. This shit right here. <laughs> this shit right here. This shit here. A sports podcast. Yes. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's the podcast with balls about balls. And we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. I'm your boy Dylan. 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 Silly hoes. And this is Nels, aka Big Facts and Full of Facts. All right, how y'all boys doing? <laughs> Man, bit vibing, bit chilling. Sensational. Bit vibing, bit chilling. Bit living. <laughs> Deep voice. Sensational. Okay. That's good, man. That's good. We back. We back. Is, um, it, is this one eighty? Are we? Are we here for? Is this? Is this one eighty? Oh no, we're not in one eighty yet. Not yet. Not yet. But listen, 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 listen. I gotta let y'all know that somebody currently underwent a name change. I just wanna let y'all know that Thomas Bradington the sixth is no longer Thomas Bradington the sixth. He is now Thomas Bradington the seventh, and you will address him as such. Well, we might as well get right into it. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Bradington, the GOAT. Uh, the Buccaneers are your 2020-2021 NFL season Super Bowl champions. Or as Haitians would like to call them, the Buccaneers. <laughs> the Buc- I hate to tell niggas I told you so. Um. Wow. But I told niggas so. You know, Tom Brady now has more Super Bowl titles than any franchise. In the NFL, uh, yeah this this was this was a big deal for him, yeah for sure. <sighs> this was this was a big deal for him. You know, which is what making a lot of people now have the conversation is Tom Brady the the goat of goats. Well, you want to hear something interesting? Um, you know, I, I can't say I can't say he's an all sport goat simply because now you're you're crossing you're crossing lines, and I think it's kind of difficult. Right, so like the boxing go when you look at like a Muhammad Ali or maybe even a Mike Tyson, can we really compare that? Or um, Floyd Mayweather. Or Floyd, you know what I mean? Can we really can we really compare that? I think the one thing that we can agree to is it's gonna be very tough to match his longevity and his success so far throughout the years. Um, I think that's the one thing that can definitely be argued is his longevity is is for sure. Um, where it said, I think it's it's only a match really by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, because Kareem right. was winning was winning rings towards the end of his career also, but he was playing with Magic Johnson and Showtime, whereas so, here he's he's the catalyst, you know. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad you brought up basketball because that's obviously the most drawn to comparison, you know, with him and MJ or him and LeBron or him and whatever insert whatever other person with multiple rings, um, right. is. You know, the arguments being brought up that it's harder to go to and win 
that many Super Bowls than it is to go to and win that many NBA championships. Um, the only reason why I can understand why it would make sense is because, so you kind of got to blame LeBron for this. Um, up until the LeBron era, you couldn't really say that. Reason being was because, you know, players didn't have as much power. And, I mean, the teams were the teams. You know what I mean? Like, for example, when the Bulls were winning championships, like, if, if you look at the teams that they beat, right? For example, first team they beat were the Lakers. The Lakers were obviously fall. They fell off of their pinnacle. They had just lost to the Pistons two years ago and then lost to the Trailblazers in the conference championship. So they weren't the same team. However, that team was together a rather long time. I mean, that was still magic. That was still worthy. You know what I mean? There was still guys, Sam Perkins. There were still guys who were on that team for a while. When you look at the Portland Trailblazers, you had, like, Terry Porter. You had um, uh, Duckworth. You had uh, Cliff Robinson. You had uh, Clyde Drexler. Guys who were on that team for a while. The Phoenix Suns, they were more or less a team that was put together because they got Charles Barkley from free agency, um, or maybe even a trade, because I knew he was with Philadelphia for a while. But, you know, the Sonics team were together forever. Sean Kemp and Gary Payton played together forever, right? The Utah Jazz, we, we already know about Stockton and Malone and Jeff Hornacek. Those guys played together for a really long time. So they didn't have as much power to, like, separate the teams. What I'm getting to is, in this era's NBA, it is a little bit more difficult because there's such a revolving door. Right, like LeBron has made it to like the last what nine out of eleven or nine out of ten finals with three different teams, and every time he's played, he's played somewhat of a different team. The Spurs team that he played before wasn't the same Spurs team that he played. Wasn't the Warriors team that he played, which isn't you know the Miami Heat team that he played. That Miami Heat team came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So in the NFL. It's not that easy to just up and switch a team up like that. So it is difficult to win that many Super Bowls because it's, it's, it's not as easy to be able to just put a team together and be like, boom, 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 let's go get a championship. It takes time. It takes sacrifice. It takes effort. You know what I mean? Like Brady, the good teams that Brady had with the Patriots was because he took a hell of a pay cut. He get paid. You know what I mean? Like even now, as you look at the Bucks. Mike Evans is straight up saying, like, yeah, you can take my check, bro. Yeah. I want to come back. You know what I'm saying? He's adding to that, to that, to that uh atmosphere, to that, to that dynamic of the team. I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's even relatively close. I think it is easier for you to win championships in the NBA. Yeah. I do. Like LeBron has literally created you, teams. You you theoretically <laughs> got seven tries at it. You know, yeah. you got you got a seven game series, whereas it's so easy to fuck up one game. It's one game, and As I mean, the, we look saw, at the we Chiefs. Saw, we saw that nobody saw the Chiefs getting blown out like that, bro. Because because you make it even because if you were to make it like a three game series, who knows what could have happened in those Chiefs could have won those other two games exactly, yeah. especially if you especially if you played in Kansas City, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this so game who, was in Tampa. This was a home game. You know exactly. what I mean? Like like those things, all those elements do matter. You know what I'm saying? And then remember how different. It was like for you got to remember Brady didn't win any championships when he was like the best quarterback in the world. He won his first three. He was he was still a game manager when he was like when he really was out here slinging the rock. They they made it to two Super Bowls. They lost both. They changed up the offense. They started becoming a little bit more run centric. 
right? Let's let's burn the clock. Let's rely on our defense. Let's do field positioning. He won four. You see, I mean, even this team now, like this team is is very different right. from what the Patriots would have been. We would have never seen the Patriots play the Chiefs like that. That like that aggressively, that was the word. They had so much bravado on both sides of the ball. Like we're we're gonna do this because we know this is your weakness. We're doing this here. Try to try to try to adjust if you'd like. You know what I mean? Like that. I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's so much so much more difficult in the NFL. Like if, if we're gonna talk about that aspect when it comes to the goat, like I don't think, I don't think outside of individual sports, I don't think you can beat Tom Brady in that aspect. My personal opinion, I, I just don't see it. So I don't know. I mean, what uh, do you, Dylan? What do you think? Tom Brady's a goat of all goats. Every any sport? Of all sports. Okay. What's your reasoning behind that? Non bullshitting. <laughs> definitely not of all sports. I was about to sit there and be like, ooh, this is about to get juicy. Def definitely not of all sports. He's definitely the GOAT of football. In my opinion. Yeah, of man. American football. Agreed. I don't care who else you line up against. You can talk about their skill set how smart they were at this. But technically, Tom Brady was doing all of that, had the smarts. He might not have been smarter than – he might not have been the smartest, but he had the IQ. He's had the arm to be able to do it. He hasn't been dink and dunk his entire career. You've seen what he's been able to do when he's had the people to be able to launch the ball yeah, to. Yeah, because he definitely didn't dink and dunk this year. Right. He's had longevity that most people aren't able to have. He's had three Hall of Fame careers in one career. Yo, I, that was literally the next point I was going to make. Um, so, like you guys know, I love listening to Colin Cowherd, right? And I don't mean to interrupt you, Dylan, but I just wanted to kind of build on what your point was. The, um, Colin Cowherd wasn't, hasn't been on this week because um, he, I think, suffered like a blood clot or something like that. So, you know, thoughts and prayers out to him. He had another guy named Nick Wright, who's like a Kobe stan, I mean a LeBron stan, Um no offense to him, but that's what he is. And he literally, like, broke it down. Um, the NFL Twitter had an interesting uh, picture that they posted, and they had Brady in his 20s, Brady in his 30s, and Brady in his 40s, where they have, in his 20s, three Super Bowl appearances, three rings, one NFL MVP. In his 30s, four Super Bowl appearances, two rings, one NFL MVP. And in his 40s, three Super Bowl appearances, two rings, one NFL MVP. So... Um, the way that Nick Wright broke it down, he broke it down even more like instead of doing it 20s, 30s, 40s, he's been in the league 21 years. So he broke it down to seven-year increments. And he said his first seven years, he said those seven years are still Hall of Fame years. And he like connected them to the Hall of Famers. And he said his first seven, he's like a Troy Aikman. Doesn't give you the best numbers. He's like a game manager, but not really a game manager. If you give him the opportunity to beat you, he can beat you. But his job is to get out there and win you games. So that's what he did. He had three rings. Um, his second seven years, he's like a Dan Marino. Because that's when he broke all the Dan Marino's records. Because remember, even though Peyton beats his single season records, the first guy to beat these single season records was Tom Brady. And he said what puts him over Dan Marino is still in that stretch he wins mm -hmm. one ring, I believe, 
I think so, yeah. In that stretch, he still wins one ring. And in the third seven years, he compares him to Joe Montana. Because Joe Montana went to four Super Bowls, won four rings. And Brady won three rings. or I mean, he went to four Super Bowls, won three rings. And he's like, he's older, he's wiser. You know, he's more like the 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 guy to break down your playbook. He knows what's coming before. You know, the and he always was that. But this time around, you can really tell he's cer- he's more cerebral than anything. He doesn't have to rely on his physical attributes because he's that much more intelligent than the guys that's out on the field. I mean, I wanted to hear what you guys thought about that, but I thought that was spot on, personally. I mean, if you're doing seven-year increments and you just add, like, three more years for longevity's sake, he, he does have three Hall of Fame careers, legitimately. Yes, he does. Which is, right. that that is amazing. That's why he's a go-to-football. Yeah, he'd, he'd be first ballot no matter which decade uh, you're going from. Right. And and to show you how smart he is, I'll be honest with you, and I don't want to take away from Brady. I don't. But bear with me when I say this. I think that he just found himself in a perfect situation. I don't know too many top-tier quarterbacks that would have had that team that wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. That was a great team. Yeah, but he created that team. He created the culture. He definitely created created the culture. He won that Super Bowl with his people. The guys he brought in, the guys well, that Bruce well, Arians let well, him GM, he he pulled out of LeBron. Well, he brought in, yes, he brought in Gronk and he brought in Antonio Brown. That's he true. Te- and technically, he brought in Leonard Fournette, who went there because of Tom Brady. Okay, fair. However, however, we are still forgetting about the defensive side of the ball, which yeah, was already they did a there. great job. I'm not saying yeah, they didn't they do a good job, there. but at the end of the day. Tom Brady went in as far as the, every touchdown that got scored was by somebody that was there because of Tom Brady. Tom they wanted, Brady they wanted to ring. turned that right. team into what it was supposed to be. And even Bruce Aarons came out and said it. Even when they was <laughs> celebrating at the at the parade when that man was out there drunk as hell off these tequilas, Bruce Aarons even when I said like he really literally just let the man do his shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Even he his let drinking the man coach that team. He let that man. If, if he says Tom wanted to be like, hey, can I not throw it Wednesday? Shit, nigga, I don't care. He did. He definitely did do that, for sure. Gronk would pull up. He's like, yo, sit your ass down if you feel like sitting your ass down. He let them he let boys him cook. be them. He, he let, let them cook. boys cook. And he let, you feel me, He everything Tom Brady wanted to have. That's why I say he LeBron some shit. He but, really LeBron some shit. Because A.B. wouldn't be there if Tom Brady was there. It facts. wasn't there. Gronkowski was not, would not be there if if Tom Brady wasn't there. Leonard Fournette might not be there That's a great if Tom point. Brady isn't there. And the guys that were there before Tom Brady got there technically did nothing in that game outside of um, Ronald Jones. Mike Evans had a decent game, too. Yeah, I think Mike catch. Evans, Mike Evans, he didn't have one catch. He had like four, didn't he? Nah, bro, he had one catch for 30 yards. Oh, yeah, just that one catch? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, Got well, guys had like two catches. Boys really did nothing. He really just went out there on offense with his little guys. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say. Uh, first off, completely off topic. Even his drinking habits is healthy. The man got drunk on avocado tequila. I just want to come put on, that out man. There. Was out there chilling. Listen, I That's gotta amazing. say, I, I gotta say, that I loved seeing this one. 
because you don't see Tom Brady having fun like this. Like now, Belichick's like, having a blast. You don't see him. Get, so, you don't see him being human. Not only that, I was just about to say this is the most relatable any of us will ever be with Tom Brady. Right. Like we've all been that guy who needed help after a party on some shit because we was too drunk to make it out on ourselves. And we've also been the other guy who's helped the drunk friend get out of the club because they've had too right. much to drink. And he don't give a fuck. He Bro. out there smiling at the camera, yelling out Cameron Break name. Like, hey, Cam! Cam! Yeah, incredible, bro. <laughs> so, Throwing the fucking Lombardi trophy. Throwing the damn trophy. trophy from boat to boat. That's lit. Uh, I do want to mention, though, that although Arians is definitely deserving of credit for coaching them how they needed to be coached, he also has to remember that hopefully as he's saying this, he's not shitting on Belichick because it's definitely his coaching that has Tom Brady able to coach up a team on his own, mm-hmm. right? And and it's, it's that whole Patriot way, quote-unquote. Like we said this a week ago, Tom Brady was the Patriot way. The personification of the Patriot way was Tom Brady. But he definitely developed that being in New England, right? So it's one of those things where you go from being in that structure, you've been in that structure for so long, that you can go and create that structure somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, that matters. So even when I read that, I'm always like, man, I really hope he ain't shitting on Bill Belichick because I hope he knows that he somewhat owes Belichick that ring some, in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the play calling was great. The the coordinators did their thing. Arians definitely knew how to manage these egos. I will give him credit for that. To have that many egos on a team and for you to keep them all straight is amazing to me. Well, what's great about that is, like, one, he's... Like, this team has built such a relationship. Like, I love the fact that the whole team was wearing the Tom Brady... Uh, uh, NFL Combine when he had that shirt, the picture of him like shirtless his rookie year and stuff. His Combine combine picture, yeah. Yeah, his Combine picture like all the players had t-shirts with that picture on it at the parade and stuff. Um, But like I love the fact that his coaching and these these guys who are you know maybe have had these personality issues in the past, you know he made it very clear when they're coming in if you fuck up you're gone. So just so you know like like, that's what he told, like, A.B., and that's what he told some of these other people, like Leonard Fournette and stuff. Like, hey, we're bringing you here. We see you want to be a part of this. Awesome. And we're going to give you that shot. Just telling you now, the moment you fuck up, you're gone. You're out of here. And them niggas was not And they respect it. You did not hear a peep yeah, from Antonio like, Brown like, all like, year. Okay. No like, one spoke about Antonio Brown the entire year he, since he got back. Right. So, like, B.A. has done a good job of just, like, Creating this environment and especially the man, with yeah, the, the, the coaching the comfortable with the with the coaching staff too, bro. Like huge shout out to them for this game. Byron Leftwich killed it as the OC this year. Uh, Todd Bowles killed it as the DC. You know, especially in the Super Bowl. Like and that all the other you know minority uh, coaches that they have on that entire um, strength and conditioning. They, yeah, including women. You know, they all have rings yeah. now. Yeah, deservedly so. Um, I mean, he definitely, he definitely CEO'd um, the season in the team, and I think they come back and they compete for another one. I don't think anybody on that team is going anywhere. I think it's a great environment for them to be in. You know what I mean? And Tampa, Tampa is a great environment. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at the end of the day, like it's, it's a cool, laid back city. 
it's bro, a lot bigger than people give it credit for. Bro, it's a beautiful so, city, bro. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, Florida, it's, it's a great Florida, so there's no state tax. Yeah, like it's a great place to be. More guys are probably gonna come and jump on this team, especially vets who know like. All right, I got one more, two more years. We already saw up. Adrian Peterson said, hey, if you guys need me, you know. Hey, he showed he did good in Detroit this year. He nah, just, there was nothing They're going to have to sacrifice to do somebody for that, AP. You're going to fuck somebody else. Well, I honestly, I personally, I don't think Fournette's going to be there next year. I think Fournette goes to another team for more money. I also think uh, Shady McCoy might leave, too. Yeah. If he, if he doesn't yeah. find his positioning on that team. So yeah, they, they, might, need, they might need AP. AP wouldn't be Barado. bad for him. Yeah, just as a power guy right behind, you Bro, know, power and speed. There, you know? Yeah, I mean, him I and mean, Rojo would, are great together. Yeah. If Fournette doesn't want to leave, I would sacrifice Fournette for Never, AP. never. Right. Because he's doing, he did his thing. Um, I mean, you know, you speaking on Todd Bowles, I thought Todd Bowles did a great job. But, I mean, it all goes back to what we spoke about. Who was this? He was stay this? his ass at defensive coordinator. Was this uh, the Raiders week? One team beat them, and we spoke about this, and we said potentially, you know, Mahomes' weakness might be a strong D-line. Oh, it sit had to four, be We, we gave them back their only seven. L this year. Yeah, like, sit back. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, you guys sent four and dropped seven. Yeah. You guys didn't really blitz like that. You dropped seven and was like, all right, you're going to have to beat us with your arm. Hey, you got to have a D-tackle that could get up in there, bro. It was, listen. Because Vita Zaya was in there doing work. They bro, did not blitz the whole game. All over that man, bro. That was amazing. Hey, and honestly, I, I just want to pause here before we keep, you know, giving, you know, uh, praise to the Bucks. Patrick Mahomes was the only person oh, who showed up for he the Chiefs. And his ability to make throws is out of this world. He's not a human being. Like, being spun around twice and still delivering a strike to the corner that hits your receiver in the hands, giving him a chance at it. Bro, or that diving where you're completely parallel with the ground and you throw a strike that hits Tyreek Hill right in the face mask and he can't catch it. Like, there were some of the best incomplete passes I've ever seen in my entire life, bro. I I agree. Yeah, he's not human. I, I, I definitely agree with that. But I do have to give a contrary to that. I do. Uh, I do feel as though, and I, I'll say this, I appreciate, I do appreciate when, when the media respects greatness. I mean, Mahomes obviously is greatness. I hope that he can continue it for his career. Now, I'm not jinxing him, but we've had other quarterbacks be close to where he's at. He's got a lot of injuries. That is something that we do need to mention. Like, he's a tough guy. He's a tough cookie. And, and the injuries obviously seem to not slow him down, but... He's he's been he's been accumulating quite a bit of injuries. A lot of them have been kept low key, but I really do think that toe injury bothered him a little bit. I, I will put that out there for sure. Personally. Oh, and I'm sure it did, especially because he was uh, scrambling for 497 yards. Yeah, I'm sure his toe his toe better be hurting. 497 yeah. yards is insane. But I but I also think he runs more if his toe isn't hurt. That's, that's my point testament. that I'm trying to make. Is I, I think right. that I mean, he, but he if it still wasn't hurt, he's still running. It wouldn't stop the fact that he still they still got you running for that. Yeah, for sure. For oh no, I agree, I agree hundred percent. And the thing it, is, I feel like it's more of a testament to the job Todd Bowles did with that with these DBs and getting his coverages. Like they had very great coverage between how they covered um, Tyreek Hill and how they covered um, Travis Kelsey, which 
Travis Kelsey still find a way to eat, but they yeah, really. Yeah, but that, I mean, a lot of that was garbage yards too. A lot of yeah, a lot of it was yeah. garbage. I mean, they played, they played, they played for four most on of the two. game. For this, yeah, for most of the game, they had two guys on Tyreek, one left side, one right side, and two guys on Travis Kelsey, one left side, one right side, and they and they just let the front seven do their job, and that front seven did their job. Devin White was out there handling his job like well, was out there doing work Shaquille Barrett was out there doing work well, Devontae def- Davis was out there doing work and when you have two speedy linebackers you got a linebacker that runs a 4-4 you got an extra DB that just happens to play linebacker so it makes it even better to just be out there with just three linebackers all your and just your regular set of DBs and just being able to have the two main guys isolated most of the game so what they what they did was the bracket coverage that they developed. Actually, you know, the, the Levante David was really concentrated on Kelsey. He played Kelsey the whole game, um, and they had him front up on Kelsey. They just bracketed him with a corner underneath, and then with because I mean he wasn't he's not that fast to where you need to put a safety all the way up top. They had the safety in the corner bracketed on Tyreek Hill, and then they had like Hardman one on one. And Watkins one on one because they knew like they were no offense to them they necessarily weren't a threat. Um, Devin White was really the sideline to sideline guy. He he was mm-hmm. the one really like you know preventing smaller passes from becoming big passes. But this is where I wanted to transition here. We do have to lay blame on the people that deserve blame. Number one, Brashad Breland. Sorry, before, before, <laughs> good God. Sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad, that was my bad. You good? Before I blame, before I blame any player, I have to blame that coaching staff. They did not do any adjustments that whole game. Now, here's why I say they didn't do any adjustments. I need this to be very clear. When you see a team that is daring you, they're daring you to run the ball. You run the ball. Edward Solaire had nine carries for 64 yards. He was averaging seven yards a carry. Did Why Le'Veon did get not... any carries? Le'Veon got no carries. That's nuts. Not one. No carries. Um, Pat Mahomes had five carries for 33 yards, averaging six yards per carry. So they're daring you to run. Why are you not running the ball. That's number one. Number two, you see that they're only sending four, sometimes five, depending. You are doing something that they call on the old line 50, 50 protection, which is five, five on, and it's five on whoever, 50, 50 uh, protection. Why did you not change your protection packages? And get Mahomes more time instead of having him run all over the place. You know you're depleted on the offensive line. And you know that D-line is the best part of the Buccaneers defense. We've been saying this all season. All season. So I I do put blame on him for that. Secondly, I'm only doing this because I remember this particular Super Bowl. I remember everybody getting on on his throat. So I'm going to draw another comparison. When I'm saying comparison, I'm not talking about the way they played the game because I think Mahomes is better than this quarterback. However, I think they both were in the same position. This game has happened before against a better defense. And this was Cam Newton in Super Bowl 50. 
We kind of mm. missed that Super Bowl because we was coming from New Orleans. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah, tend yeah, to not yeah, really yeah, think yeah. about it. But we watched the end of it. Cam had zero touchdowns, one pick, and a passer rating of 56 against the no-fly zone defense, which was a phenomenal defense. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, right. you, could, you could literally put it as one of the historically best defenses if you, if you really want to. That, that team, yeah. they were that good. Not saying that Tampa Bay defense is trash compared to that, but they're, they're not as good as no-fly zone. I, I, they don't even have a nickname. If you're a good defense, you have a nickname. They don't have a nickname. It's just Tampa Bay's defense. Top Bulls. Good job. Right? <laughs> Mahomes had zero touchdowns, two picks, 51% completion percentage, and a passer rating of 50. We killed Cam after that Super Bowl. We yeah. killed Cam. And I understand Mahomes is a different athlete. He's a different breed. I agree with all of that. But we still do need to give some blame to the quarterback. That's all I'm saying. I'm not sitting here to shit on Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not shitting on Mahomes. Please bear with me because I know some of you going to listen and be like, you really comparing Mahomes to Cam? I'm not comparing Mahomes to Cam. I'm talking situationally. If we are going to kill Cam, we should have killed Mahomes. Right. Because both teams were 15-1. and one. When the Panthers, I remember being in New Orleans, and one of the reasons why we didn't watch Buddha was because we swore Cam was going to go off. Oh, yeah. I thought, it, I thought Because it remember, the week before, he took off on the Seahawks defense. Because that we was the year he like, was dabbing, right? Every week? Yes. That was the dabbing year. Yes. That was the dab cam. Oh, 15, yeah. 15, I was like, I was like Carolina was about to eat them up, bro. Because the Seahawks defense was better than the Broncos defense. So we were sitting there yes. like, bro, if they did that kind of damage to the Seahawks defense, oh, we already know what time it is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, because they like murked the Seahawks. It was like 38-24, some, some to that extent. So, you know, for me, I'm just like, mm. damn, bro. Like, I understand we shitting on Andy Reid as we should. Because, I mean, he's the one that makes the adjustments. You got that long-ass halftime. Like, you really could have made some key-ass adjustments. I, I know your defense ain't in it, but that's, that's that boy, how it goes. That boy was blinded by the light. Ooh, he's <laughs> blinded by the lights. Nice. Episode name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, thirdly, and this person, I'm really giving the lion's share of the blame. I'm sorry. Bashar Breland. Before, before Breland. Breland, he, def, he damn sure needs some credit. But here's, here's what... Here's what... We all have that person in our lives that we play sports with that we know you do not talk trash to. Right? Like and perfect, name is Tom freaking Brady. So, perfect example. I think I tend to be a tryhard when somebody talks trash to me. I don't think... Buddha, you've ever seen him play a sport, but Dylan and I have seen him play a sport. Our our near and dear fraternity brother Joe Stubbs. You do not talk trash. I've seen, yeah, I've seen him play basketball. Yeah, you do not talk trash to Joe Stubbs. He turns into a tryhard, and he's gonna make sure that the rest of the time that he's playing against you is a is a nightmare. He purposely right. comes for you because he already knew he was good at playing this game. Now you're giving him a reason to, to show you how not as good you think you really are. Facts. <laughs> like now you, you're talking shit now. So now I, I have to go off. I was coming here to just chill. 
I felt like I was going to win anyway, but now I got to humiliate you. Mm. I'm pretty sure there was a coach on the sideline that walked up to Tyron Matthew and was like, bro, Bro, why did you go (laughs) and talk shit to Tom Brady? Like, bro, chill out, bro. Of everybody on the field. (laughs) You got him fired up. We're already down two scores. And I ain't never, I'll be real with you. Right. Tampa, Tampa Tom, Florida Tom, he a goon, dog. I ain't never seen Tom do nothing like that in New England, bro. He had the whole head. He was in his shit. He was pointing. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's going down. That boy was going crazy. The game, I felt crazy. like, I felt like up until that point, I thought the Chiefs had a chance. After that happened, I remember watching the game and saying out loud, it's over. It's It's over. over. Oh, I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you, bitch. I'm coming at you all game. He kind of did. That boy sent, if you really that boy think sent about a, it. That boy sent AB at your head on the slant. He AB Gronk had a couple catches on him. Mike Evans had got a, a catch in his zone. Like he he went after him. AB embarrassed that man. He for did a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Now the next blame I'm gonna let you take over, Dylan, because you you seem very adamant about it. Kyrie, but Rashawn Breeland. But Sean. Breeland, oh my God! Let, boy needs let, to be let, fired. let the people let the people know what happened. That boy, needs, that boy needs to be fired immediately. Every play, oh, my, my man can't <laughs> tackle. Every play, my man can't tackle. He can't he can't cover. He, he had a couple. He had a couple him. of PIs, didn't he? He'll hold. Yeah, PIs yeah. every play, holding calls. Yeah, big going for tackles balls, and clean, just missing deep. bodies completely. Just, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. He had a bad game. Oh. Just, he had a bad game. Oh, my God. He had a bad game. You know, and the thing about it is, is like two things. Another thing that's on coaching. You know that this officiating crew is known for throwing the laundry. This is what they do. Why are you allowing for these guys to put any kind of hands on these receivers after five yards? I know that Bro, the throw. Because they're getting beat. I know the flag that they throw on Matthew to when he was wrapping his hands around Gronk. Okay, the ball is an uncatchable ball. I understand that. I'm going to be very disappointed, though, if this was former football players that was saying that because if you played football or have been to a football game, not high school, college or NFL, there's a lot going on. I don't have time to see a hold and then look up and be like, is that a catchable ball? No, I see defensive holding. It's a flag. But here's the thing, like even that call, fuck it, give them the call, okay? Take that call out of it. All the other calls were legitimate, and there's no debate about them. Oh, absolutely. So like, well, so like that one, that one bad call, if you want to call it that, didn't, didn't equal, didn't give y'all thirty one, that other team thirty one points. Like <laughs> that well, was all getting filleted. What's crazy is, is that the majority of their of their um, penalty yards came on one drive. Yeah. So you can't you cannot say it was a whole game thing, right? Because even after that drive, what was score? Uh, was it fourteen three? Mm-hmm. That was fourteen. That was a fourteen three drive, not the twenty one three drive. The twenty one three drive was mm-hmm. who caught that touchdown? That was uh, that was the AB touchdown, right? Yes. Because the first touchdown was Gronk. Gronk. Second touchdown was Gronk. Gronk. In the back of the end zone after all those penalties, and then the third touchdown was AB where, where Honey Badger's yeah. talking shit. Okay, yeah. so you're telling me that 
you're the you're supposed to be the best team, the best football team in the world. You're down two possessions, two, and one penalty ridden drive cost you the you loss. The game. Come on now, it's the second yeah. quarter. Yeah, y'all nice. came back against the San Francisco 49ers the year before, and y'all was having penalties like that. And y'all supposed to be team, team, team comeback, team you're, down 14. You're it don't matter. You're a dynasty. Team down 14, but it don't matter. You're, you're, you're a dynasty. You called yourselves a dynasty. Dynasties deal with bullshit. Dynasties deal with bad calls. I can't tell you how many playoff games I watched where everybody loves talking about the calls that the Patriots and Tom Brady got. I can think of a few games where we weren't getting calls and we were getting our ass whooped. And somehow, some way, there was still some there was, there was still a way to find victory. One I remember in particular was I thought the Jacksonville New England game, they called a couple of pass interferences, but I thought Jalen Ramsey and AJ Bouye was having their way with our receivers. And remember, they were in the fourth quarter up 10. To the point where people legitimately was like, "Yo, the Jacksonville Jaguars are really about to get to the Super Bowl, huh?" Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to nope. hear that shit. I don't hear that, and I understand there's Brady haters and whatever the case may be, but I thought it was fair. So I have a portion of the show that I want to dedicate to Chief fans and Brady haters because I've heard enough, and and I wanted to talk about the mistakes that were made on on all ends that could have changed the game if you ask me. First and foremost. I got to ask you guys this question. I know none of us are NFL level coaches. Um, Dylan, you've played some, uh, you've played high school football. Booty, you've played some rec league football, but you watch football all day, every day. So you know, you know the vibes. Do you give Brady any extra time? If you have like, I don't know, a minute and a half, two minutes left in the first half and you're down 14 to three. No, if I have no. more than 30 seconds left, I'm sketchy with 30 seconds left, to be honest with you. So you let but the clock run. Th- even, if, even if you have three timeouts, you're like, I don't want to do that. Let's just go to the let's go to the half. Yeah. Okay. You let this man get the ball back. Like, the he didn't Chiefs, just do that. Like you, the, didn't, like, you didn't do film study of what happened last week. The Chiefs, there was about a minute and some change left. Stop the clock. They stopped the clock twice. They stopped the clock right. on second down. They stopped the clock on third down, they giving Brady the, the opportunity. Back. The fuck? Giving Brady the opportunity to really sit there and have them, him, Leftwich, and Arians, they've been cooking the whole game. Let's find a play that works and let's get this first down conversion. And since they wanted to give us all this extra time, let's go score. Because it appeared, if you ask me, looking at the game and looking at the attitudes of both teams, it appears that Tampa Bay was okay with a 14-3 lead. Yeah. They were like, yeah, all right, let's, were, run, let's run the safe. clock. They weren't, they, weren't going, they weren't going for it. Let's, let's run the like, clock. They were, yeah. let's, let's go in conservatively. You know, let's yeah. see what happens. They called the two timeouts, and you literally saw the switch flip. And Tampa Bay was like, all right, bet. 
Game on. Right. Let's go. About to go downfield on y'all stupid. Let's go. Let's go down the field. That's that's what y'all want to do. We'll run it too. Just just know that we're gonna go score now. Thank you for the two mm-hmm. extra timeouts. Ridiculous. Hardman was offsides on a field goal. Gave them the extra five yards so they could score because they still were gonna get a field goal. Yeah, he was offside. Right. So they were about to get a field goal, and now they got a touchdown. It's seventeen three, still not bad, but you gave him the extra five yards. No worries. You have a touchdown pass dropped by Tyreek Hill. The fact that nobody's shitting on Tyreek Hill is amazing to me. Yeah, he, he, did not he definitely really, dropped multiple passes. Yeah, like yeah. where were you all game, Tyreek? Yeah, unbelievable. That that to me, again, he needs to get shattered on for that. Mm-hmm. Um, two key third down drops by Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Ridiculous. Honey Badger makes a play, gets a pick. It's negated because people don't know how to keep hands to themselves outside of five yards. Yep. And that then been a good play, too. A person who I feel like is going to get cut, more likely than not, the punter. Bashar Breeland. No, no, no. The punter. I don't even know the punter's oh, name. Oh, yeah. He folded. The yeah, punter. Three times. Dropped the ball. Mm. And there was a hold. It was a decent punt, but there was a hold there. Second time, he shanks it. Third time, he shanks it again. Fourth time, when he's mm-hmm. supposed to get a coffin corner kick or at least get it inside of the 10, he kicks a touchback. Mm-hmm. His average was under 38 yards a punt. Jesus. And you, you didn't flip the field not once. You're giving, Every, you're giving Tom Brady you're giving Tom Brady field position. Immaculate field Child's position. Child's play. Child's play Bro, this man is over there like, ha! Have you not heard of who I am? Let me show you just how ridiculous the field position was. This said, this said, are we, are we only playing half a field this game? Best practice. We good. Here's right. here's the reason why I say the field positioning matters. Tom Brady went 21 for 29. To me, the Tom Brady I know and appreciate, that's a 300-plus yard game. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under regular circumstances. He had 201 yards, three touchdowns. It's crazy. Leonard Fournette led the game in rushing 89 yards, 16 carries. Ronald Jones, 61 yards, 12 carries. The leading receiver was Gronkowski, six receptions, 67 yards. They didn't have a single guy go over 100 yards in anything. Leonard Fournette was the second leading receiver with four receptions for 46 yards. Mike Evans, one reception, 31 yards. So you were right about that, Dylan. My bad, my mistake. Cam Cam Brate, three receptions, 26 yards. Antonio Brown, five receptions, 22 yards. And Chris Godwin, two receptions for nine yards. I hope you guys heard these numbers. That's how short of a field they were playing on. Yeah. No boys was out there chilling. Chilling. Come on, y'all. Chiefs folded, bro. Let's just call it what it is. I, I, I felt like Tampa Bay was going to win regardless, but come on now. Kansas Kansas City folded. Them boys were not there and got dominated. Yeah, bro. So, and them boys were not there and started the game off running the ball straight up. It was like, ah, we're going to run the ball. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I just feel like there's so much blame to go around. I think that there's so many key plays, so many Chiefs mistakes. You know, what's crazy is is that you can say the Chiefs lost the game more than Tampa Bay won it. But then in that context, I won't say be, that because I always felt like Tampa Bay was the better team regardless. And you'd be disrespecting their defense. 
Exactly. Who played a phenomenal game. Who played a I phenomenal mean, game. And Gronkowski, who came out of retirement, went crazy. Shaquille, Shaquille Barrett was going off. JPP had a hell of a game. JPP yeah. had him a game. He Peter had him Vey a was hell out of there. a game. And Dominic Sue was out there busting And Dominic Sue was chilling. And Dominic Sue was, like, was out there cook. busting ass. He's like, he's like, I'll take the double team. Right. And and you and when you, he got you, there, but when he got there, or you saw, the, <laughs> oh yeah, the sat, yeah, the hit that he ooh, had on that, that that was the one that was like the one hit that I was like, ooh, okay, that was a little rough. Yeah, but, he gave it yeah. to his ass. He gave it to him, bro. He gave it to and him. They, they all was doing that. That's the thing that got me. Vitave is three hundred and like that nigga is too big to be <laughs> coming through the middle of that super quick and agile. Like that. That's he that, might be that's that, he, uh, that Polynesian that that Pacific Islander uh, that Samoan. Like, yeah. and it's crazy. People don't realize when you read out like um if you really like when you see how like on, on, on like national televised games they, they read out all the players that's starting on the team and then you go down the line of the defense outside of the of the DBs that are just now because of you know great coaching and apparently these guys are like supposed to be good but they've been, you know, up until this year were getting kinda ate up most of their career. But they're all pretty young guys. So outside of the DBs, you go down the line of the front seven of the of the Bucks, and it's like, damn, this is a, this is a first round type talent, right? This is another first round talent. This is another first round talent. We talked, well, yeah, like we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Like, there are some guys on this team, and to be and honest with you, they're all young as the, hell. Here's the reason why I feel like with the with the DBs, like their secondary. Only reason why I will not necessarily say anything. Right now, even though people are like, oh, like they got ate up or whatever, because you know, I think you're saying it very nicely, Dylan. I mean, if you ask some people, they'll tell you like they got burned all year. But the I think the oldest serving member on their starting on their starting line is Jordan Whitehead and Carlton Davis, who are three years in. Antoine Winfield Jr. is a rookie, and 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 he's he has some promise in him. Oh, he's got a lot of problems. And he talks shit. Mm-hmm. He did the deuces in front of Tyreek Hill's face. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Like, you got to like a team that talks shit. Did you guys hear the uh, the uh, sounds of the Super Bowl where Mike Evans was like, um, you know, you got to let us get our ring this year. Y'all got it. No, he said, yeah, y'all got to let us get a ring. Y'all got that ring last year. We'll see y'all next year. He said something like that to one of the chief players. <laughs> Snap it. Um, oh, that shit was funny. What uh, uh, I think was it? Uh, yeah, Leonard Fournette said about JPP during the boat parade. No, what did he, he say? Said, I didn't hear. He said he said it was so hot and he had so much alcohol in his system that he looked and he thought JPP had all his fingers again. Damn, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> He's terrible. <laughs> he had to do that, man. Like that, man. Oh shit! Oh. oh, he slid. Yeah, them boys funny, man. Bro, they got a good, they got good chemistry over there, man. That defense, yeah. that defense is is good and they're and, active. Uh, one last thing I wanted to just mention. I'm starting to like this guy Tom, man. I'm starting to like him. You know, I uh, I heard that they were going to, they were planning to introduce the offense and defense separately, and Tom Brady said no because he didn't want to stand apart from his team. So they introduced him all as one team. So like, oh, how cute! I feel like I'm starting to like this guy, Tom. I think honestly, I'm starting to not hate the Patriots as much. Also, I think now that the the band is kind of separated and gone. You appreciate their separate them ways, for what they are. 
Yeah, and it's kind of like I was mad about the situation that happened way back in the day when, you know, I, should, I guess I should be mad at the refs, but... Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you first know, off... It just, as, as a kid, that was like... No, it, it was... I mean, honestly, as a kid, I mean, if you want to be fair from a, from a fan's perspective, it's kind of traumatic. You haven't seen your team in a Super Bowl, you know, or, or have a chance to win at a Super Bowl, then that was a really good Raiders team, and, well, and they and, got the and game And especially because during so, yeah. the, the review, everybody was just confused. No one understood yeah. what was happening. They didn't know the rule, exactly. Yeah, so um, it's not like somebody could be like, oh, this is what's going on. It's like nobody knew what was happening, so yeah. Yeah, the Patriots so I'm, always... I'm garnering appreciation. The Patriots were always, um, they always were presented as a team. They never, they never uh, individualized anybody. So I do, I, I do appreciate it. another thing that Tom got from that, from that culture. Um, what I will say is, I think in due time, people will give that Patriot dynasty a lot more respect than it deserves because I don't think they understand the situation. I think that in a lot of circumstances, I think. You got to understand what the Patriots were before that first Super Bowl. The Patriots were not this classy organization. I mean, Kraft bought it and turned the team around, right. of course. But the, even to this day, the Patriots is not the most loved team in Boston. They're not. It's it's still the it's still the Red Sox, the Celtics, the Bruins, then the Patriots in that order. I, I can I can assure you of that. Mm. Um, you know, and the Patriots are now right back to where they were. They're kind of just they're they're in into obscurity. Like they're there. It'd be nice to see them win, but if they don't, cool. Like when 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 is the next Celtic game? Go it, was, it was it was lightning that was caught in a bottle and was right. kind of kept there for for a couple of decades. As, as long as long as we could keep it. Yeah. Um, and and I think again, as the years go along, there's gonna have to be an appreciation because honestly. That era in football is it did change football. I think a lot of times we we don't understand just how much talent those Patriot teams went up against, right? Like like we're kind of appreciating it now because now Brady is in the NFC and he just went through Breeze and Rodgers and then took on Mahomes. But man, like think about the transcendent talent that was there during the Patriots prime that they were going up against, like Darrell Revis and, and, um, Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis. You know what I mean? Like there was, there was some players, young, big Ben, the triplets for, for the Steelers at the time with bell and, and Brown and Roethlisberger was going off. The the killer bees. Yeah. They, they saw some, they saw some talent. Yeah. Old man, old man Rivers, Antonio Gates, Peyton Manning. You know how many rings they took away from Peyton Manning? I, I look forward <laughs> to that. I look forward to that thirty for thirty or whatever multi part thing like they did with MJ and just call that bitch the dynasty. Just call the it dynasty, the dynasty, or and, yeah, because yeah. they already have one called Do Your Job, so you can't rename it Do yeah. Your Job. So give me but, one now that it's like now that it's done as far as like that goes, because you know, like it's yeah. Now now you can tell the story. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, but um, I, I feel you though, Buddha. Like it's it's hard to not like a guy like Tom. He's very much team first. He's and, cool, and, man. He's yeah, a cool at this guy. point, at this point, it's not fake anymore. Usually, you have people that do it, you know, for 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 the looks of it. Like we worry yeah. about team first, but he really is like he's a father. I love that. I love that he texted all his teammates every night at eleven p.m. We're going to win. 
Like, oh, gonna just like leading up to the Super yeah, Bowl. calm, calm like, down, y'all boys. Understand, like this 11 is going p.m. To happen. every night, we are going to win, bro. Like that's like I love that shit, man. Yeah, Loki. You never know. It build. It could build that mindset. It could have yeah. these guys in there. People don't understand the power. Of go to go to sleep Manifest, with that positive mindset. That the last last thing you see before you go to bed. Yes, sir, Dylan. Tell them about the power of manifestation, bro. You feel me? You yeah. keep saying some shit. It might. It's going to end up happening. You keep telling yourself you're gonna do this. You're gonna build that 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 mindset. You're gonna build that discipline to go out there and do that and make it happen. And that's all that's on your mind. And, every, and that's what people. You feel me? That's probably, and that's what people praise about Tom Brady is like. You look at that defense. And they played like they were one of the best defenses in the goddamn league. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they did. And you would never said that before this year, especially the you secondary. Even thought that, especially the secondary, especially the secondary. They showed up big, which is um, what you thought was going to get exposed. And this, if people were, if somebody were to get exposed, you thought it was going to be through the air. Yeah, with Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and 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 Hardman and Travis Kelsey going crazy on these DBs that are inexperienced. And them well, boys came out there like they were front four going out there crazy out there looking like the Giants of old. When JBP about, was on the Giants and they had straight hand in them. And Usiu Minyora. I'm yeah, trying to tell. I was yeah, like, yo. Yeah. You know, those and, DBs and, weren't and, that good either on that team. Facts. But they had them up front. Yo, the craziest thing, and I'm saving this for last, and I, and I think I, I, me personally, I, I don't know if I have much to say because I'm still astonished when I think about it. Guys, that Chiefs offense did not score a touchdown. Yeah, it's not wild. one, bro. It's wild. It's wild. Not a single one. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Your kicker scored everything. So I, I don't know if there's anything else we need to discuss as far as the end of uh, the Super Bowl goes. We got to stop um, it right there, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, crazy. So what also happened over the weekend? NFL honors gave out their awards. Um, I'll recap and see if we got any of our picks right. Uh, the MVP was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, both Nels and myself got that correct. Yay. Who else uh, said it was going to be? Josh Allen. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, offensive yeah. player, the offensive player of the year uh, was Derrick Henry. Nels, you yes. and Dylan both got so, that correct. Who did you say? I said Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. Um, defensive player of the year was Aaron Donald. I got that right. You guys both said TJ Watt. TJ Watt should have got that bit. But, 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 I, di- but Aaron, I disagree. Aaron Donald, I disagree. Aaron Donald was good. Yeah, because Aaron, because TJ Watt's not seeing double and triple teams every single snap. So that's, that's, not, that's, that's the only reason I'm going to say Aaron Whose Donald. Whose fault is that? Aaron Donald or TJ Watt? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, here, offensive, yeah. offensive rookie of the year <laughs> was uh, Justin Herbert. Dylan, you got that correct. Woo, my Nel- dog. Nels and I said T.J. Jefferson, or not T.J. Uh, Justin. That's Jefferson. why he can't get it. That's why he can't Justin get it right Jefferson, there. Blue. My bad. That's why he can't get it right there, Blue. Because uh, defen- the brand can't allow that. <laughs> can't allow a nigga to say T.J. Jefferson. I <laughs> think we about to give you rookie of the year. A nigga called you T.J. Jefferson. Because I just had written down I had Jay Jefferson. So, like, in my head, I was just like, TJ Jefferson. I'm sorry, but, dog, you can't get rookie of the year if a nigga could call you TJ Jefferson in cold blood. <laughs> <laughs> you done? Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. He slid on your ad, 
Defensive Rookie of the Year was uh, Chase Young. We all got that correct. As he should. Um, comeback Player of the Year was Alex Smith. We all got that correct. Yeah, I guess. And then, uh, finally, Coach of the Year was Stefanski for the Cleveland Browns. I got that correct. Nels, you had uh, said Sean McDermott. And Dylan, you said Matt LaFleur. Terrible. Terrible decision, Dylan. Um, The one last NFL thing I wanted to touch on, uh, Russell Wilson has expressed his frustration. Um, First, it was kind of leaked by his camp that they – that he would, that there was frustration there, uh, because of the amount of hits he's taken and sacks he's taken in nine season he nine seasons he's been sacked three hundred and ninety four times, um, mm. which is insane. That's that's an insane amount of sacks, and that's not to mention all the other hits he's taken without being sacked. Um, that's that's causing some issues, and he admitted to being frustrated this week. He says that. Things have got to get better, which has caused basically a storm in Seattle where they're getting calls from a lot of teams inquiring about Russell Wilson, but they're kind of sticking firm that they're not trading him. Uh, so I don't know. They're going to make that man happy. But... Out, or you, you guys think they're going to finally do something with the offensive line? Or you it's think just it's a only sh- a matter of time before Russ is out of there? It's just a shame that you've had that kind of talent there for that long and your emphasis is still on defense. Um, time to let that go. Uh, I think Russ does want to stay, but I think he's, you know, you're, you're seeing the, the effect of free agency there a little bit. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think he watched the Super Bowl and he watched Mahomes and he watched Brady and thought to himself, what the hell? Maybe it's time for a change of scenery. Right. So, you know. Because he's, I'm sure he doesn't want to get killed, man. <laughs> like he's getting killed. Now he every he got the talent year. to throw the ball to out there, but then even DK Metcalf said he was like, "They people teams was figuring their ass out." Yeah, but they don't do much. Right. Yeah, DK Metcalf definitely came out and exposed the hell out of that team. It's true, they don't he's do like, much. Figured us out. Yeah, he's like, we're, we we're running it or it's a go route. Like, are we going deep? We going deep? We running it? We going deep? We running it? Yeah. All right, you can't go deep now. Now what? Damn. Yeah, so, I don't know. Out here playing there. Pop Warner football, bitch. Right. What y'all doing? What y'all thought this was? This is professional football. And you want to know what makes it even worse? They just got Jamal Adams, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm pretty sure the last person Jamal Adams wants to see walking through that door is Adam Gase. One of the guys they interviewed for offensive coordinator, Adam Gase. Bro. I don't think they going to size him like that. Come on, bro. That that should tell you everything you need to know about the the Seahawks organization right there. I don't think they're gonna sign. I know Jamal like Adams that, is sitting there though. like y'all interviewed who? Y'all got me bent. What? <laughs> to be what I the just, OC? I just yeah. left that man. I mean, he probably won't deal with it. You feel me? He probably be like, all right, man, keep that man over there with the offense, dude. Without just know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in his offense as shit every practice. Right. <laughs> you about to be turning up in practice, then. I'm gonna make you look foolish, but y'all boys, gonna, y'all, ain't, y'all boys ain't gonna have no choice but to be real, bitch. Because I'm finna be at y'all shit every practice. Just because y'all got that fuck, just because y'all got that fuck, nigga, telling y'all give what me, to do. Give me first team. Don't try me by trying to give me second team reps. Nah, bitch. I want first team all day. Straight up, bitch. I want all team. All team. <laughs> First, second, third, and practice squad. And I want to be on squad. And I want to be on scout team. I want you. 
fault then. Um, other than that, we can kind of talk about other NFL stuff. I mean, I don't know, Nuz, you wanted to mention um, Carson Wentz yeah. and the Chicago Bears? Yeah, so apparently the front runner that's come up to play in the Carson Wentz sweepstakes is the Chicago Bears. But the Chicago Bears are getting a little impatient because they feel like the Eagles are asking for way too much for Carson Wentz. So the talks have kind of dwindled down a little bit. And it's been confirmed that as of right now, Houston has no plans in um, trading Deshaun Watson because the Eagles approached the Texans first and was like, we think it's an even exchange. We can give you some extra pieces, but you give us Deshaun, we give you Carson and go about our business. And the Texans flat out were like, nah. We give you you Carson, you give us Deshaun, we go about our business. Yeah, we give you a couple of pieces, you know what I'm saying, a couple of picks. What couple picks, bitch? Listen, so you gotta let the Eagles cook, I guess. Yeah, there's been a few. There's been a few other talks that haven't really gotten anywhere. Like there was speculation for a little bit that the Raiders were going to be part of a, a three-team trade to acquire him. They said that. Uh, they said the guy who was like the main Texans reporter dude who has like all the connects said that if the Texans are to trade him anywhere, it's New York. Yeah, said, you don't yeah even, I think said, the Jets, yeah, the Jets yeah, would have a good said, chance at landing. Yeah, he said flat out, he said, don't even worry about any other team. He said, don't ask, yeah. don't inquire about any other team. He said it's the Jets. Period. If they're gonna trade any anywhere, it's the Jets. I was like, it makes sense. Yeah. I need first round. Miami would make sense too, because they have the capital, but and, and they could get Tua in exchange for it. So yeah, but you know, Tua, I honestly, bro, he I know this is gonna sound this gonna sound bad. I'd much rather try out a rookie than go with Tua, bro. Oh, and that's another thing. Deshaun has to agree. So he's not about yeah, to agree to go to that's New York. Facts. He has that that no trade clause that he's only he he can only wait if he agrees. That's crazy, dog. Yeah. So we'll see. Who knows? He's not about Who to knows? just let y'all niggas send his ass to New York. Yeah. I got him fucked up. The, the 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 official new uh, league year starts here in a in a matter of a few weeks. So things could start happening pretty quickly uh, over the next few weeks. So we'll, we'll keep everybody abreast of that um so that's a nice word abreast yeah so i guess the last thing we need to give uh the the final standings in our oh picks. my gosh i forgot all about that yeah let's do that what we got what we all got right. what we got so we all picked the bucks to win the super bowl you sure did so <laughs> that's, that's a dub um i'm proud of us guys it was very close i will say the difference between first place and third place is only two games you're lying. Yeah. So, wow. Very close season, so I'll, I'll, I'll give a you know congratulations to everybody you know right off the bat for that. In third place, with a record of one seventy nine and eighty nine. That's really good. Mm. Nels. Hey. hey. Um, I'm surprised by that. So Nels has officially been dethroned from last year. I know. I was trying we to go for a, new, a double again. We have a new champion. That boy's about to repeat new. on both. No. <laughs> that boy's trying to repeat on both sports. I would have been tight. Um, yeah, because Nels, you won. Nels, you won college this year, right? I won college in NFL last year. I won college this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we wasn't about to let you double up twice, bro. Fuck. Double that. up. Um, <laughs> Three or four time, I ain't telling no lies. I just run it up. And, Never let a hard time humble us. And in first place, with a record 
of 181 wins and 87 losses. It's me, Buddha. Oh, uh, damn. Uh, Dylan. Congratulations, Buddha boy. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, uh, sir. Dylan, just so you know, you had the exact same record as Nels. The reason you got second and he got third is because you won the tiebreaker of total points scored because you guessed 59 and it was lower than that. Damn, G. That's crazy. You know, can you can you do me a favor, uh, Buddha? What's up? Uh, can you like type up all of that, like NCAA and NFL, the pick totals and the winners and stuff, so we can post that on a, um on our on our social media? I'll think about it. Thank you, Mitch. bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Our numbers, our numbers are really good, bro. Like yeah, we should, yeah. we should be keeping track of that. Do you still have last year's stats too? I do. I'd have to dig through some files, but yes. All right, let me know because it'd be great to put like last year's to this year's and then yeah. kind of keep a running tally. I can find That'd be cool. I can find. That'd be awesome. Um, I'm start hitting the bookie on y'all ass. Yeah. Listen, this this season was was really fun. I think the rules that we added made it even better. Um, I think we should keep the same rules. Um, I'm coming back from my throne next year, bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh. I'm sliding on y'all ass. Uh, man, that, shit no. was, that shit was red, man. That nigga if was it, out there chanting. If it was seeing red, then I would have won. Seeing that nigga Buddha out there changing the votes and shit. <laughs> hey, you can look through all my tallies, sir. I got the pictures from every week. I did Renig- the math. Reneging that shit. That's left, I had, bro. I had one renege. That's yeah, you did. See, that's how you won. That's how you won. I wow. won by two games, Jit. You reneged. Wow. I won by two. You wow. reneged. It caused, it caused a riff. Wow. This is true. Did you use your renege, Dylan? I've been. I probably did use my yes. renege. Yes. Yes. So. <laughs> did I use my renege? Hell uh, yeah. Big renege. <laughs> you know you that's nigga, crazy. That was Dylan. That was Dylan that said that. Uh, I don't. Uh, I, don't know. I yeah, gotta yeah, go re-nigga. back over them episodes. Yeah, if, I yeah, my, if I didn't use my renege, I would use my renege on the tiebreaker so I can get second place. Um, put that out there now. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, all right, so let's move to the NBA real quick. Won't take too too long. Uh, just to give y'all a little catch up. Um, interestingly enough, we'll start with the Western Conference because that's where the better teams are. The Utah Jazz are now the number one team in NBA, ladies and gentlemen. Um, they have. Did, did they been, go on a run for a while last year too? I feel like it was recently they, did. they went on. They did there, in the middle of last year. For a little minute. Yes, and they've they've gone on their run early now. They're nine for one. I mean, they they won nine out of ten games. Their last ten. Um, but we'll go back to visit that. <clears throat> I think it's very interesting to say that um, I know that they're changing the playoffs a little bit because remember they are, they're putting in the top six seeds, and I think the bottom four seeds are playing for the seventh and eighth seed. If I'm not mistaken, I could be I could be right, could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's that's what the new stipulation was. Um, so we'll start from ten to one. Um, number 10 in the Western Conference, 12 and 12, Sacramento Kings. Number nine, you have Memphis at 10 and 10. Number eight, you got Golden State, 13 and 12. Um, Denver's at number seven at 13 and 11. Um, they're finally back to their Terrible. winning ways, but Denver did go on a little bit of a skid as of recent. 
Number six, you still had the San Antonio Spurs still kicking and swinging at 14 and 11. Shout out to, to Pop doing his thing. Popovich is still out here doing his thing. Number five, you got the Portland Trailblazers at 13 and 10. Number four, you got the Phoenix Suns at 15 and 9. Shout out to Chris Paul. And uh, of course, you can't forget about the boy Booker. Um, he said something very interesting. Um, so they were asking him, they just played the Milwaukee Bucks. And um, they asked him when they saw, uh, when he saw Giannis Attentacupo pull up for the game winning shot. How did he feel? Devin Booker said, legitimately, he thought, we're in good shape. Just putting that out there. So now the NBA is, is shitting on Giannis' jump shot. Yeah. Um, at number three, you've got the L.A. Clippers at 18-8. and eight. Uh, Number two, the L.A. Lakers at 20-6. and six. And at number one, the Utah Jazz at 20-5. and five. Spider Mitchell out here got something to prove. Um, remember, prior to this run, uh, Shaquille O'Neal was talking a little bit of trash to Donovan Mitchell, and uh, it appears that Donovan Mitchell has stepped up to the plate. Um, so we'll see. And they said his best games so far have been on the uh, this has been in the uh, NBA on TNT games. He's put up his best his best numbers. Um, he said that he wants. He says that he wants him to get to the next level. Shaq said to Donovan Mitchell, and I quote, I said tonight that you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose, and I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? Donovan Mitchell looked at the camera, nodded his head, and said, all right, and a long pause. A pause just like this, just as awkward. Uh, <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> obviously he's you know he's stepping up to the plate. Um, right. In the Eastern Conference, at number ten, you have Chicago, ten and fourteen. Guys, Miami is number eleven in the East. Just want to put that out there, ten and fourteen. They're number right. eleven in the East. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. I think so too. Nah, they got injuries not, that they got to get through. Number nine. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. That shit over with for Miami. <laughs> not even gonna hold you, bro. Number I nine. Fuck them, I fuck with them boys too, bro, but mm-mm. put them back in a bubble. It's right. Not this, Number not nine, this you got the New York Knicks. They just picked up Derrick Rose too, and he's applied himself pretty well. Um, they're eleven and fifteen. Number eight, you got the Atlanta Hawks at eleven and thirteen. Number seven, you got the Charlotte Hornets at twelve and fourteen. Um, number six, you have the Indiana Pacers at twelve and thirteen. Number five, you got the Toronto Raptors at twelve and thirteen. Number four, you have the Boston Celtics at 12 and 11. Number three, you've got the Brooklyn Nets at 15 and 12. And number two, you've got the Milwaukee Bucks at 16 and 9. And number one, you have the Philadelphia 76ers at 18 and 7. Um, last thing to say for NBA before I forget, um, it has been made official that the Raptors will not be returning to Toronto to play any games this NBA season due to COVID. They will be playing their home games at the um, Amali or Emily um, Arena in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where they'll be playing their home games. will be in Tampa Bay, downtown Tampa, where the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning play their games. Oh, Which, okay. okay. Honestly, if the numbers pick up, either we might be seeing the Tampa, the Tampa Raptors or we might see a new uh, franchise over there because, you know, Tampa is, as of, as of right now, they're, they're low-key like a city of champions. 
they they deserve a basketball team. I've always thought it was weird that Tampa doesn't have a basketball team. You know, Tampa does deserve a basketball team. I think they're really under they're 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 under not rated per se, but they're definitely overlooked as as a nice market. I mean, because the the Lightning, the Rays, and the Bucks do really well over there. Um, so adding a fourth franchise, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think would be hard. Tampa's a beautiful city. Tampa's a big city. Tampa makes a lot of money. You and already I mean, have an honestly, arena. Right. I, I personally think Tampa's a better sports city than Orlando. So Yeah, I agree. And Orlando only has the one NBA team. That's it. That's all Orlando has is the Magic. So maybe yeah. it's time to consider some things. Um, I mean, yeah, if anything, Magic could Magic trash. move over to Jacksonville. Bring another team in. Unless you just want to absorb the magic and bring them to Tampa. Yeah. I mean, Jacksonville. Or whatever. I feel like Jacksonville. Toronto to Tampa. I I like. Because the population in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a big market. Yeah, it is a big market. It's it's one of the biggest cities. It's shocking to me that they only have the NFL team there. But I mean, you know, tomato, tomato. Uh, Is there anything else left to mention? Sports wise, no, nope. I think we're good. Yeah, who's fighting the UFC fights uh, this weekend? Oh, uh, uh, Kamaru Usman and Gilbert Burns. Yeah, they're both like they're both like in the same gym, right? They're, they've been like sparring partners and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, that fight so might not the be same bad. Camp and everything. It'll no, it should be a good fight. It should definitely be a good fight. Interesting. Yeah, because I remember that was supposed to happen a few months back, but then Burns got COVID. Correct. Yes, he so did. They had to yes, he did. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, I think that might be it. I think we just got to do underrated bars of fame, right? Um, even though this is not really underrated, but we was really hyping this song up earlier today, so I felt it's only right that we do Blinding Lights yeah. as our underrated bars of fame. <laughs> we got to. We, we literally was out here hyping that song earlier today. Ooh. We were singing along <laughs> with that bit. I'm blinded by the Look at Nell's giving away the magic uh, of of what we do before we get on the air, bit. Right. Oh, I mean, you know, it's very important. They got to know that we sing before dang near they, every episode. They don't want to know how the sausage is made, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they got to know the meat. Um, all right, so the weekend, Blind and Lights, Underrated Bars of Fame. Let's get it. I've been trying to call. I've been on my own for long enough. Maybe you can show me how to love. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going through withdrawals. You don't even have to do too much. You can turn me on with just a touch. Baby. Maybe. I look around and Sin City's cold and empty. No one's around to judge me. I can't see clearly when you're gone. Uh, on. Uh, uh, I, I said, ooh. I'm blinded by the lights. No, I can't sleep until I feel your touch. I said, ooh, I'm drowning in the night. Oh, when I'm like this, you're the one I trust. Hey, hey, hey. I'm running out of time. Cause I can see the sun light up the sky. So I hit the road in overdrive. Baby. Oh, the city's cold and empty. No one's around to judge me. 
I can't see clearly when you're go on on. I said, ooh. ooh. I'm blinded by the lights. No, I can't sleep until I feel your touch. I said, ooh, ooh. I'm drowning in the night. Oh, when I'm like this, you're the one I trust. Take it to the bridge. I'm just calling back to let you know I can never uh-huh. say it on the phone. We'll never let uh-huh. you go this time. This time, I said, ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. No, I can't sleep until I feel your touch. Hey, hey, hey. Do, 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 Fade it out. I said, ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. No, I can't sleep until I feel your touch. Fade to black. You know, I just, I got to have an honest moment with y'all. I was very, very hurt that, uh, that, uh, you know, the freaking uh, coronavirus has, has extended us to this point. I was really looking forward to doing that song for karaoke. Oh, I was so ready. I was practicing, Ugh. thinking that by this time, we, we, karaoke would be where it's at back in South Florida. Oh, I was going to surprise bro, y'all. I was about to snap we, with if that we're song. Ever, if we're ever in a situation to do it, bro, I'm background vocals. I got you, fam. That junk is going to be fire. Especially but, when that... Da, da, I'm going to be going ham in the background, man. Exactly. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, do you remember when I told you that this song just makes you want to drive 100 miles an hour? Mm-hmm. So apparently, this song has to do with his on again, off again relationship with that model, Bella Hadid. Oh, yeah. And it's also got a connection to drunk driving. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Very, very, very much interesting. Shout out to, to, to Abel, aka The Weekend, doing the damn thing. Um, so yeah, that makes for underrated bars of fame. I mean, is there anything else yeah, that we really able. need to? Anything else? I think we're good, right? So, uh, Buddha, do you want to tell them how they can reach us on uh, email? Uh, Ballsportspodcast at gmail dot com. What about on Twitter? Uh, balls underscore podcast. What about the gram of Insta? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about the book where they store our faces? Ball sports podcast. All right, well, Dylan, what what you think? You think it's time yet? It's time to get off of the air, my good man. Oh, there it is. For for the 177th time. It's the 177th time. That's not bad. I like it. 177th time. You know, uh, Dylan already gave us the say-so, so that means that we're done. Um, And as, you know, my beautiful co-host said over there, you know, it's the 177th time. You know, Dylan, you're also beautiful. But, you know, just... You know. Uh, either way. Gee, thanks. He said, he said it about <laughs> me first. <laughs> so, 177 time. You know, we appreciate y'all for listening to us. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world. But y'all are not. Y'all are listening to us, and we really appreciate that. You know, just keep giving us these clicks and these listens, and we're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to ride to and vibe to and whatever else you ride to. Like Weezy. Get that shit that you ride to. We out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly. Yeah. Let's scallywag.